What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome Monday. Uh, I decided to go live just a few minutes early, give people a chance, the right time to jump in. Um, just a few minutes, I'll be bringing in my homeboy, uh, Mr. Camera One from San Francisco. Graffiti writer, incredible dude, phenomenal street artist. If you're not following him, you need to follow him on Instagram. It's Camera One SF. Camera One SF. Search him out. Incredible dude. Uh, he is actually part of um, a Christian graffiti writer crew called Gospel Graffiti. The Gospel Graffiti. Gospel Graffiti is the name of it. <laughs> the. That's like when people say the internet. Uh, anyway, I love when I jump on Instagram. It's like a dead body with flies or vultures or me with Krispy Kreme. Like everybody just pounces to send me requests to get into my video. It's not going to happen today. I apologize. I'm not trying to be mean. I would love to put you in here. Um, but I need to put Cam in here because we're going to talk about some stuff today. Cam has issued what is called the um, the quarantine beard challenge Okay, to me, which is those that are living in the quarantine, which is pretty much all of us, to let your facial hair grow, which I have been doing for the last couple of days. Um, I don't have much to show for it, so I'm actually on here with hopes that you guys can share some beard tips, what I can do to help make this thing grow better, grow faster, uh, but I am here to give you guys some shout outs, so big up to all the people that are jumping in here, D-Bear, Kenny Fur, Josh Dub, NC Boy, Inc. Dakota, Elijah Connolly, who else we got here, uh, Nicholas Christmas, Corey Myers, Jake Hill, Adel Sonks, The Cool Dude, 5250, Elliot Houghton, Mackenzie, Hummer, Claire Elise, Sooner Ken, that's a bunch of y'all, I can't even keep up. Uh, Serena Taylor's jumping in there. Journalist said, I can't hear you. Now you hear me now. Sounds like your problem, bro. Not me, I'm talking just fine. Uh, Vandermeer Matthew, all you guys jumping in, super appreciate y'all. I'm going to put my man Cam in here in just a minute, but Elliot Houghton, I saw you at CE. Awesome. So I'm just curious how you guys have been spending your quarantine. What have you been doing to pass the time? I can tell you what I've been doing, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, Vandermeer Matthew, Christopher Hurd, Christopher Brown. But y'all, I'm going to let you get a little bit of my view. I'm sitting here out in my backyard. Uh, my man said he didn't watch in the office. There you go. It is dead quiet out here. Crazy quiet, actually. Too quiet. Um, another thing I want to give full disclosure. I have all my kids here. There is no telling what could go wrong in the background. In fact, my youngest has basically ripped a hole through the screen... And instead of using the door like a normal child would, he's been going in and out of his hole like it's a doggy door. Mm. Uh, Christopher Brown said, I'm learning to code. There you go. That's going to come in handy. That's a good, good idea. What's everybody else been doing to pass the time? I'm still working, so I still am doing the 9 to 5. All my shows have canceled, so that's kind of a not 
pleasant thing to deal with. Um, Tyson Ashton just jumped in there. So this actually, this whole conversation kind of started with a convo with uh, with my man Cam last night because he, similar to me, um, you know, relies on live events to pay his bills and stuff. Uh, so all his, he has to go out and paint, paint live, you know what I'm saying, and paint murals, and that's all canceled. So kind of a lot of us in the arts industry, we've lost a lot of money. And, um, yeah, DCP creates. My man Rames, that's awesome. Journalistic MC says calling people up, actually calling people. That's a good way. Yeah, I know, it's crazy uh, at the office actually making phone calls to people. Like Bree, who just jumped in here. Um, using a phone to actually leave phone calls and voicemails. It's very, it's very 1996, you know what I mean? <laughs> But anyway, uh, my man Vandermeer, Vandermeer Matthew says to pass the time he's been praying. That's a lot of praying. You are on some, you're on some, that's a big deal. Uh, my man Cam just jumped in there. Cam, all you gotta do is send me a little request and I will get you dialed in. And we are going to talk about beards, people. Yep, we're going to talk about beards. Here we go. There he is. Am I in? Yo. What's up, What's going on? How are Chilling, you, sir? Dude. How's, uh, how's drone life? How's martial law treating you? It's crazy over here, man. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, San Francisco, like my neighborhood's pretty chill, but I drove around yesterday, and there's tons of people out at the park. So, really? Yeah, man. I think, like, it's one of those things where, like, when the when this isn't happening, the doctor says, "Hey, go exercise." Everyone's like, "No, I don't want to exercise." And now the doctor's saying, "Stay home." And everybody's <laughs> like, "No, I don't want to stay home." People are like, "I got to work on my immune system now." Dude, like, people are just children, man. They don't want to listen. But yeah, it's it's it, they uh, shut down a bunch of beaches today, so you know, because people are just going to the beach, man. So it's pretty crazy, dude. Well, I, uh, for those that don't know, I've, I've been talking about you before yeah. you jumped on, but um, uh, a, a street artist, would you say street artist by trade? Is that, is that the proper ter term? Yeah, I call myself What's... a street artist now or a muralist. Um, I did grow up doing okay, graffiti art, and from time to time I still yes. do graffiti art, but um, to – out of respect of the culture, I would I would say that I don't necessarily do a lot of graffiti these days. Like that's a very particular category, and I don't want to offend the culture by saying my work now is graffiti. Um, so so yeah. I think you know I think both of us have an understanding of what that means, but I think you should probably explain the difference between street art and graffiti, um, and sort yeah. of some of the rules there because I think for those that might just be jumping in they think it's all the same thing. I love graffiti. I love Banksy. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I do get asked a lot when people find out like what kind of artwork I do, they say, Oh, you know who Banksy is? I'm like, well, yes, I know who Banksy is. Uh, but 
he's not necessarily a graffiti artist. He is a street artist, mm. you know, and I guess the easiest way to describe it is maybe street art is like the overarching thing. And then it has like branches underneath that. So you have graffiti, you have stenciling, you have murals, you have wheat pasting. There's all kinds of different aspects to what we do. Um, yep. I do in my murals or street art, I do try to tip a nod to my heritage, like my, my history with graffiti. So a lot of my stuff, um, almost all my stuff is done full spray paint, full freehand. And then I'll do like design work that have graffiti type elements in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and probably people should understand that, you know, at its core element, graffiti writing is letter-based versus- Yeah, letter-based, yeah. Street art could be anything, you know? I mean- Exactly, characters, and, all and that kind of you stuff. Would, you wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you could say a graffiti artist, but I think most of the culture would rather use the term graffiti writer, correct? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and even in, it, when you look at a, like a mural or a street yes. art piece, the focal point is usually figurative. And right. then a graffiti piece, figurative work like faces or animals, they're only to accent the letter form. Right. So letter form is usually the central Almost focus. Flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enough about that. Yeah. Crap. Let's talk about beards, man. Because that's why we're here. <laughs> Dude, you got to catch up, bro. I Listen. Listen. Okay. <laughs> You're saying catch up as if we're both at the same starting line, okay? I think we may have been. I don't think we are. I, I, first of all, I need to like establish what is your genetic ethnic heritage because I think we're yeah. not talking about the the advantages of certain ethnic European. I think you're people right. groups. Yeah. What is what is yours? So please. Uh, Swedish, Danish, Irish, English, French. So these are all people lot. of the of the facial hair. These are like great. You're talking Vikings. Crazy yep. facial hair, uh, yep. Irish, Irish I mean, guy, red it. facial hair, uh, yeah. French, beautiful mustache. French, yeah, I know. Um, man. What was the other one you said? There's Swedish, uh, Danish, which is all Viking. Yeah, Swedish, Danish, yeah. Irish, a little bit of English. I mean, you're up French. there. You're up there in the yeah. climate, so you gotta have. You gotta keep your face warm. I know. Yeah. Right. So it does so, grow a bit quicker, and it, mine is like it. I haven't grown mine in a long time, but it used to be like multi multicolored. Like I would have a red beard and then like <laughs> blonde and yeah, but now it seems to be like even and out, but now I'm getting some gray down here, which is kind of cool. So it's gonna be different. Yeah. yeah. So so I saw you put this thing up. Now we should also differentiate the fact that I'm in Florida. We are not yeah. on a full full blown quarantine lockdown. In fact, Today, our governor came out and said, I'm not shutting Florida down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I think is the most obnoxious, we don't care about you, Florida thing you could ever do. Which is Sounds essentially like that, who cares? We're Florida. Florida does whatever Florida wants to do. Okay. Yep. We're the last stop before you hit the ocean. So you ain't even going to make it down here. Okay. I know. We're going to have a lot of Florida man uh, things happening. Yeah, and I think a lot of times people think Florida man is just a it's just a headline. It's a way of life. It's a mindset. It is, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's a culture. It's a, it, well, anyway, the point being it's is a that lifestyle. My, my <laughs> I, I need a shirt. Florida man. It's not just a life. It's not just a headline. Yeah. Um, now I I full disclosure. I'm not saying like we do whatever you want. Nah, 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 sucks for you. The rest of the states. I'm just saying. All this time, I've had people hitting me up going. 
dude, what's up with Florida? What's up with y'all at everybody on the spring break? People are wilding yeah. out. I said, first of all, that's not us. That's people coming here to yeah. do that, to flood the, flood the streets. And second of all, I already knew, I had a good suspicion that this was what was going to happen because my state alone, it's like, we are the state that everybody escapes to, to not have rules. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So trying to manage this insanity known as this, you know, the state, I, I've, I've tried to explain this to people that are not from here. Yeah. I don't know what to say. That's just the way it's, I, I, I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just saying I had a feeling this was going to happen. It's the way you, it is. Yeah. You on the and you're in sweet liberal San Francisco. I am, yeah. Right? Probably one of the most yeah. liberal cities you could be in outside mm -hmm. of Portland or Austin, maybe, or Seattle. And, yeah. uh, and so when I found out that you were on full lockdown and then someone's like, yeah, man, streets of San Francisco are being patrolled by drones. There's, there's <laughs> tanks rolling through the middle of the street. Uh, Danny Tanner's house on full house just got burglarized. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could have been burglarized. Who knows? Well, I had to hit you up and ask you what was really going on because you are in a yeah. full quarantine. Yeah, there and, is like it's not on the, like that. Like in the surrounding Bay Area cities, there's been sightings of um, military vehicles and stuff like that. But that's, I don't know. It's military vehicles kind of drive like get pulled on trains all the time up and down California, right. and they'll, they'll drive from base to base. Um, right. I think the difference was that they were practicing on the streets for drills. Sure. But, you know, I think a lot of people are scared by that. And they think, oh, martial law, like this is going to get crazy. Um, but what they don't know about the Bay is like, we riot. And, not riot, we, we loot. So yeah. like, and we protest. Like, so the streets get crazy. You're a rowdy bunch. Yeah, yeah. Like if, um, I mean, you might have seen all this stuff in Oakland, like when, somebody's on trial or something and then Oakland just walks on the freeway with 10,000 people, you know, and, and shuts down the freeway. Right. So I, I think it's less about martial law and like all our businesses are putting boards on the windows, you know, and uh, yeah. I think they're prepping to protect uh, local businesses and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. uh, which, which is cool. You know, like I have a lot of friends who own businesses, man. I don't want to see their stuff get jacked. Well, at, you know, I read also that uh, Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was sequestered because of the Black Plague. So someone has oh, said yeah. that out of out of these great, you know, like pandemic moments in 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 the world history have come some great art, some great ideas, yeah. great things. I find that the greatest thing that has come out of this is the fact that you have issued the quarantine beard challenge. I think this will be the lasting legacy. Dude, I'm o I'm almost over the like annoying phase. Like it's it's been driving me freaking crazy, man. Now, uh, yeah, my wife, you... my wife hates it, dude. Well, I heard you hint at a slight other challenge, which was the no shave armpit female. Yeah, females <laughs> don't shave those armpits. It's only fair, you know. This is the full breakdown of society. You realize hashtag equality, Mad man. Max. We're two steps away from from Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. No, yes. Oh my gosh. Once women stop shaving their pits, I mean, what's left? Tribal, little tribal societies just. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the beginning. Gas wars. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in the back here at my canal just killing fish with my hands, basically, dude, at that point. I got, I filled up tanks of gas, dude. I got it in my basement, dude. I'm ready to slang that stuff when it all goes down. <laughs> 
so so anyway back to the beard challenge um yeah so my my ethnicity uh is sicilian my 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 great-grandfather came actually from palermo sicily yeah. um my grandfather came from scotland Mm -hmm. My grandmother is Slovakian, and then my other grandmother is, I think, Irish, Scottish. So, yeah. like, I'm a weird mixture of hairy arms, which I shave yeah. now. Gigantically, yeah. Chewbacca arms of hair, like Scottish, yeah. Braveheart, Mel Gibson arm Not hair. But then, for some reason, it's like God just said, we're going to use the smooth Mediterranean Sicilian. Yeah. You know, Italians, Sicilians can be a mixture, but you don't really ever see really hairy, bearded Italians. Can you? I can't think of one. I can't think of one. And, and it's not a, a it's not a bad problem to have, man. I mean, saves you money what? on razors. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 the upside is, I think thousands of years of goat herding, oil, oil, you know, like oil and pasta living Sicilians have yeah. like created a natural oily sheen. You yeah. know what I mean? So like mm -hmm. my face is naturally oily. So like that's another reason why I've never really grown facial hair because it immediately my face starts to get oily. So like yeah. by shaving, it's like an exfoliate. I don't know why I'm sharing this. Why am I telling you guys this? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Point being is, you know, like I had bad acne as a kid and like because of all that. The point is like I'm nervous now that as this comes in, like oh, I can yeah. feel just I can feel the, you know, the the vinegar and oil basically like <laughs> the full salad bar. Right. Yeah. Here. Mine was itching like crazy. I think today's the first day it's finally starting to like be normal. Yeah. But usually yeah. if I wanted to grow it out, yeah, it just drives yeah. me freaking so crazy, man. I'm actually hoping, because we're kind of newbies to this to this uh, tribal yeah. lifestyle look. Mm -hmm. I was hoping we could actually get some, some commentary, you know, from, from other bearded people. Um, actually, yeah. I find that I, I really should have reached out to my, my, bro my brethren that are reformed in the faith. Because yep. those guys love a good beer, a good, uh, uh, a good beer, and, and a cigar. Now, I don't drink beer, and I don't like cigars, but I would call on them oh, for good beard techniques. Because yeah. they all love Spurgeon. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm trying to so emulate. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, is anybody Are you on... supposed to shave down here? Are you supposed to shave here? You know, I think, like, if you want the nice, oiled you know, trimmed beard. Yeah, you're gonna, you gotta shave down here somewhat, but I'm just kind of letting mine, I'm just gonna grow it into my chest hair, bro. Just like, <laughs> just connect everything. You're going full neck beard. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're in, uh, you know, crazy times and like, feel like, feeling like a caveman, dude. Just gonna bring it back. <laughs> just gotta bring it back. Oh, gotta bring man. it back to caveman. Okay, so there was a period of time where I did have a goatee yeah you know like my early part of my career i rocked the goatee for at least 10 years yeah not a great one i had a goatee this barely this barely even connects right here it's like yeah it's like two distant nations that don't really get along they're like yeah you're nearby but we're not going to talk to each other you should just shave the middle bro just get one of those like shave that leave that but that's what i'm saying it's not really there's nothing there <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah like, it's like a 12 year old boy who just hit puberty here. And, <laughs> and then this is kind of like, yeah, we'll throw something there. That's, this is a patch Adams. Oh, uh, so you'll but have it's to all, do like, like, all of it feels just like it. Paul Newman's salad dressing. You know, and I'm just not. Do, 
do one of those, just like grow it and then straight just chops, you know, just one line through yeah, it. Your arrogance, your follicle arrogance assumes <laughs> that I could do that in the first place. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna have to like tailor it, fade it somehow or put some Rogaine, put some Rogaine on it. Well, so I, did, I, I was wondering if there was things that can like start the process, like yeah, you know, I like bet, a Chia Pet. Uses, I bet there's like, some kind of like exfoliation thing that people do. I don't know. Is there anybody on here that grows beards? Nobody's talking. I think they're just laughing at our, our sad attempts at being actual men with testosterone. I'm, I'm writing your name right now. I'm doing a K. Wow. See, this is why I hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. So dude. speaking of, of writing things, one yeah. thing you and I were talking about was that the fact that we're both kind of, um, we're both kind of in a bad situation that, you know, yeah. our livelihood is based around live events. Mine being a concert, yours being, you know, doing, you don't just do murals. I think people like misunderstand, like you're out there just doing this little paintings. Like you, you transform entire downtowns. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we try to bring in, I don't know, anywhere from six to could be 20 artists into a town and in one week, we'll just cover a whole area, you know, and just try to bring economic development and stuff like that through art and then i'll you know a lot of times art is being used to gentrify they're like the beginning of gentrification right so right what i do as well is i'll meet with community stakeholders and just let them know hey gentrification is coming like you have an opportunity to not allow like don't allow it to be gentrification like stay here um yeah. and start a business and stuff like that so we try to do stuff like that you know and um but yeah we're it's pretty cool. We've done a lot of murals throughout Indiana Been starting to do stuff in Montana, um, yep. which is cool. And yeah, it's sweet, man. Well, it's kind of leaves us both in a sucky situation as I had, you know, I, I've shifted my world yeah. in the last couple of months back into the church world. I went on staff. Yeah. Uh, you know, my role is I have my hand in just about everything. Yeah, associate pastor, but like literally, I do the uh, you know I help out with the youth, with young adults. Um, I help with our volunteer development. Now I've been helping out from a creative aspect. Yeah, so I have my hand in a little bit of everything. So it shifted, you know, where I was getting my livelihood, but I still needed shows to kind of like pay off debts and like you know yeah. I, I mean, I still love to do shows. It's still part of what I do. So like that little extra that was there is a huge help in my life and that all canceled. In fact, I had another cancellation today. So it's like, I don't think people understand when shows cancel, it's like, we're not just losing a couple bucks. It would be the equivalent yeah. of showing up and your job says you're fired and you mm -hmm. can't work anywhere for the next three months. Now that's what people are really going through right now. Yeah. But I, I think too, like for me, what's crazy is like, I still have these jobs up in the air, but so I had work lined up through September. So yeah. with my work, because I put on mural festivals and stuff like that, like, and, and do large scale murals, I rely on down payments of half. And then I kind of live off that money for a, a extended a, a period of time. And then once I get the second half, that allows me to plan for the next, um, you know, swing of festivals or murals. So really sure. like everyone's telling me that that money is still going to come in, but they've held on to down payments. So right. if, things, 
don't turn around, I've basically lost um, seven months of wages. Right. You know, so it's it's scary, but I think like I don't I don't want to live in fear. You know, like all yeah. we can do is creatives. Like we we're we're creatives, not like just in our art form, our our particular art form. But I think because we're creatives, we're in a time where we need to get creative in other ways. Like use every creative with our creativity. <laughs> yeah. Like, like think of different ways to do things that we've never done before, you know? Right. No, you're right. So you're absolutely right. And what I'm trying to do, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It's just what I'm trying to figure out now is like, what's the next step? Is it creative? Like every, like you look at graffiti culture that was birthed out of poverty. Like that right. was and it, the, and the worst thing. attacking that poverty yeah and so these kids were like i need something to do and and out of poverty in new york like you have one of the most amazing movements ever in in art history so we have a really bad thing that's happening right now and i think god wants to use it for good so as creatives how are we going to do that yeah you're absolutely right so that's my chance to plug my patreon page yeah <laughs> uh one thing i've i've always wanted to do is a sample based record the problem yeah. is you can't get that out on a major scale. And so I thought, what if I could put this out strictly through my Patreon mm. um, for those that feel that they are that level of a fan? Like, I want to hear these expressions. So I thought, man, you know, one thing we've been talking at church and our staff, you know, over and over, faith over fear, faith over fear, faith over fear. And I love the way that sounds. So I thought, yeah. what if I built these songs around that concept? But also... I found all these like really old, amazing gospel songs that like these guys had like amazing like Philly harmonies and while they're singing it, but they're these songs are super obscure. Yeah, that's and dope. I thought, man, what if we could pull some of these samples because the content and the and the lyrics that they write are very simple, but yeah. they're very universal truths. And um, you know, I found this group called uh, the Supreme Jubilinaires or something like that yeah. out of uh, Fresno of all places, and they had this song called it'll all be over and it sounds depressing, but really it's the opposite. The content of what is being said is that, you know, someday all this stuff that we're dealing with will be over. There is an end point. And I yeah. thought, huh, that's something we probably need to hear right now. Not that it's like, just focus on heaven and you'll be okay. But I mean, like, like we could use some of that. So I'm pouring my head into that, putting that out exclusively on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash KD five, two. And like you said, getting creative on how we do what we do. You know, yeah, I like, think so. Curse, curse the darkness or light a candle. It's your choice. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's all we can do, right? It's idle and, and just be bummed out, you know? Like, that's just going to – that's not good for anybody. So I, I think as creatives, like, we were designed to bring beautiful things and joy and, and yeah. laughter and, and art and all this stuff into the world. And – so that other people can feel something, you know? So if there's creatives watching, like, I hope, I hope you're doing that. I hope that you're not just like, Oh shoot, all my work is gone. And like, Oh, the world's terrible. Like, right. no, and the world's still good. There's still beautiful things like to look at, to hear. Yep. So yeah. Just you know I wanna, there it is. Okay. KJ five, two. I would spend days and it still wouldn't be even remotely that I would be happy with it. And this guy's is like, it? let me just do this with half a thought process. Dang, it's backwards for you guys. I should have drew it backwards. 
That would have been dope. I, I want to kind of, building off what you just said, I want to kind of brag on you because, you know, the last chapter that I put in my new book, The Victory yeah. Lap, the last chapter I did is called The Great, the Biggest Thing That Never Happened to Me. Mm-hmm. And at this time, one year ago, you were my mentor. Yeah. Um, I have not really talked about this, is that I was actually uh, a part of a TV show that never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I was moving towards a show called uh, what the heck is his name of the show? Uh, it was about, I, I can't, this is how much. Was it was something it? in three minutes, minute, something minute maybe? Yeah. Well, the idea was, it was basically about regular people who had dreams that never happened and mm-hmm. they were going to follow those people for six to nine months at a time. And then they would do a big contest at the end on ABC on this show and uh, from nothing to something. No, I don't think that's what it was called. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So I was actually given money to get paint and, and, and I always wanted to do speed painting. So my idea was to be able to paint the universe in three minutes to a worship song. And I said, yeah. well, I want to get the guy that's been a mentor to me from an art standpoint. And so you had been coaching me literally this time last year, you were coaching me, yeah. walking me through how to pull that off. And we spent all that time, you know, working and, and I, you know, I'm developing the skill of how to paint a universe in three minutes. And nothing happened and the show fell apart and and talk about like super level of disappointment because that would have been the biggest thing I'd ever been on the biggest platform, the biggest thing. And about halfway through to three quarters way through, I started to realize that it probably wasn't going to happen. And like you said, I was like, I can either get frustrated, disappointed because I had to sign a non-disclosure where I couldn't tell anybody. So imagine all this happening. I still can't even talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to use this to the glory of God. And so I took that idea of drawing the painting. And I built a whole message around it that I was doing in my shows. Uh, but then at one point I was doing it on the tour that I was on for a bunch of junior high kids. And it was amazing to take that little thing, do it to the worship song and be able to do it in front of several thousand people. And, 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 and then being able to use that to point the glory back to God. And I yeah. thought, you know what, this isn't where I thought it was going to be, but, but the bigger picture is that, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Somebody's like, Somebody just said, didn't you do the universe painting at the CIY Believe Tour? That's what I'm talking about, actually. Yeah. So, all these jun- so, so I have a lot of junior high kids that follow me on Instagram that follow me because of that tour. Wow. And a uh, big shout out to everybody that's watching right now that, like, got to check me out on the CIY. So it goes back to what you're saying. You can get creative with what you're doing. And I'm noticing as the sun is going down, my beard game is starting to show up better on the screen. It is, yeah. So I just <laughs> wanted to show. I can see it. It's Real coming quick. through, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like three days. That's all I have to show for it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm probably on like day five here or something. So I have a yeah. default dirty mustache. <laughs> it's gonna be epic, bro. So I think it's we should. Be- I think we should stop talking about ourselves for a second and just let's just ask the listeners. Yeah. Specifically, the women folk. What do they feel? about this these beards like what's their opinion okay you're saying your wife hates it right now right my wife does not like it yeah she's, she's not, not like it nope and is that because she she met you smooth and clean no no it's because it's it scratches why you know because me and my wife are really <laughs> cuddly like you know yeah so it Got scratches it. her she doesn't like it Strictly aesthetic yeah. problems is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, internet. Oh. <laughs> I think we're frozen, man. Someone, well, I could see you now. I just can't hear you. But someone said, I think beards are cool either way, beard or no beard. Yeah. Can you hear me? Shake your head if you can hear me. <laughs> Let me type. Oh, you can hear me? I don't know. I don't know why I can't hear you all anymore. Sorry. Are you? So people could hear me, it's you. There he is. Am I in? Yo. What's up, What's going bro? On? How are Chilling, you, sir? Man? Dude. How's, uh, how's drone life? How's martial law treating you? It's crazy over here, man. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, San Francisco, like my neighborhood's pretty chill, but I drove around yesterday and there's tons of people out at the park. So. Really? Yeah, man. I think like it's one of those things where like, when the when this isn't happening, the doctor says, "Hey, go exercise." Everyone's like, "No, I don't want to exercise." And now the doctor's saying, "Stay home." And everybody's <laughs> like, "No, I don't want to stay home." People are like, "I got to work on my immune system now." Dude, like, people are just children, man. They don't want to listen. But yeah, it's it's it, they uh, shut down a bunch of beaches today, so you know, because people are just going to the beach, man. So it's pretty crazy, dude. Well, I, uh, for those that don't know, I've, I've been talking about you before yeah. you jumped on, but um, uh, uh, a street artist, would you say street artist by trade? Is that, is that the proper ter term? Yeah, I call myself a street artist now or a muralist. Um, I did grow up okay, doing graffiti art and from time to time I still yes. do graffiti art, but um, to out of respect of the culture, I would I would say that I don't necessarily do a lot of graffiti these days. Like that's a very particular category, and I don't want to offend the culture by saying my work now is graffiti. Um, so so yeah. I think you know I think both of us have an understanding of what that means, but I think you should probably explain the difference between street art and graffiti, um, and yeah. sort of some of the 
schools there because I think for those that might just be jumping in, they think it's all the same thing. I love graffiti. I love Banksy. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I do get asked a lot when people find out like what kind of artwork I do. They say, oh, you know who Banksy is? I'm like, well, yes, I know who Banksy is, uh, but he's not necessarily a graffiti artist. He is a street artist, mm -hmm. you know, and I guess the easiest way to describe it is maybe street art is like the overarching thing. And then it has like branches underneath that. So you have graffiti, you have stenciling, you have murals, you have wheat pasting. There's all kinds of different aspects to what we do. Um, yep. I do in my murals or street art, I do try to tip a nod to my heritage, like my, my history with graffiti. So a lot of my stuff, um, almost all my stuff is done full spray paint, full freehand. And then I'll do like design work that have graffiti type elements in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and probably people should understand that, you know, at its core element, graffiti writing is letter-based versus- Yeah, letter-based, yeah. Street art could be anything, you know? I mean- Exactly, characters, and, all and that kind of you stuff. Would, you wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you could say a graffiti artist, but I think most of the culture would rather use the term graffiti writer, correct? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and even in, it, when you look at a, like a mural or a street yes. art piece, the focal point is usually figurative. And right. then a graffiti piece, figurative work like faces or animals, they're only to accent the letter form. Right. So letter form is usually the central Almost focus. Flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enough about that. Art yeah. Crap. Let's talk about beards, man. Because that's why we're here. <laughs> Dude, you got to catch up, bro. I Listen. Listen. <laughs> You're saying catch up as if we're both at the same starting line, okay? I think we may have been. I don't think we are. I, I, first of all, I need to like establish what is your genetic ethnic heritage because I think we're yeah. not talking about the the advantages of certain ethnic European. I think you're people right. People groups. Yeah. What is what is yours? So please. Uh, Swedish, Danish, Irish, English, French. So these are all people lot. of the of the facial hair. These are like great. You're talking Vikings. Crazy yep. facial hair, uh, yep. Irish, Irish I mean, got red it. facial hair, uh, yeah. French, beautiful mustache. French, yeah, I know. Um, man. What was the other one you said? There's Swedish, uh, Danish, which is all Viking. Yeah, Swedish, Danish, yeah. Irish, a little bit of English. I mean, you're up French. there. You're up there in the yeah. climate, so you gotta have. You gotta keep your face warm. I know. Yeah. Right. So it does so, grow a bit quicker, and it, mine is like it. I haven't grown mine in a long time, but it used to be like multi multicolored. Like I would have a red beard and then like <laughs> blonde and yeah, but now it seems to be like even and out, but now I'm getting some gray down here, which is kind of cool. So it's gonna be different. Yeah. yeah. So so I saw you put this thing up. Now we should also differentiate the fact that I'm in Florida. We are yeah. not on a full full blown quarantine lockdown. In fact, Today, our governor came out and said, I'm not shutting Florida down. Oh, yeah. Which I think is the most obnoxious, we don't care about you, Florida thing you could ever do. Which is Sounds essentially like that, who cares? We're Florida. Florida does whatever Florida wants to do. Okay. Yep. We're the last stop before you hit the ocean. So you ain't even going to make it down here. Okay. I know. We're going to have a lot of Florida man uh, things happening. Yeah, and I think a lot of times people yeah. think Florida man is just a it's just a headline. It's a way of life. It's a mindset. It is, dude. You know what <laughs> it's, I mean? a, it's a culture. 
It's it, well. Anyway, the point being it's is that lifestyle. my, my <laughs> I, I need a shirt. Florida man. It's not just a life. It's not just a headline. <laughs> yeah. um, now I, I full disclosure. I'm not saying like we do whatever you want. Nah, 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 sucks for you. The rest of the states. I'm just saying. All this time, I've had people hitting me up, going, "Dude, what's up with Florida? What's up with y'all? Let everybody on the spring break. People are wilding yeah. out." I said, first of all, that's not us. That's people coming here to yeah. do that to flood the flood the streets." And second of all, I already knew I had a good suspicion that this was what was going to happen because my state alone, it's like we are the state that everybody escapes to, to not have rules. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So trying to manage this insanity known as this, you know, the state, I, I've, I've tried to explain this to people that are not from here. Yeah. I don't know what to say. That's just the way it's, I, I, I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just saying I had a feeling this was going to happen. It's the way you, yeah. you on the and you're in sweet liberal San Francisco. I am, yeah. Right? Probably one of the most yeah. liberal cities you could be in outside mm -hmm. of Portland or Austin, maybe, or Seattle. And, yeah. uh, and so when I found out that you were on full lockdown and then someone's like, yeah, man, streets of San Francisco are being patrolled by drones. There's, there's <laughs> tanks rolling through the middle of the street. Uh, Danny Tanner's house on full house just got burglarized. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It could have been burglarized. Who knows? Well, I had to hit you up and ask you what was really going on. Cause you are in a yeah. full quarantine. Yeah, there and, is like, it's not on the, like that. Like in the surrounding Bay area cities, there's been, sightings of um military vehicles and stuff like that but that's i don't know it's military vehicles kind of drive like get pulled on trains all the time up and down california right. and they'll, they'll drive from base to base um right. i think the difference was that they were practicing on the streets for drills sure. but you know i think a lot of people are scared by that and they think oh martial law like this is gonna get crazy um but what they don't know about the bay is like we riot and not riot we we loot so yeah. like and we protest like so the streets get crazy. you're a rowdy bunch yeah yeah like if um i mean you might have seen all the stuff in oakland like when somebody's on trial or something and then oakland just walks on the freeway with ten thousand people you know and, and shuts down the freeway right so I, I think it's less about martial law and like all our businesses are putting boards on the windows, you know, and uh, yeah. I think they're prepping to protect uh, local businesses and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. uh, which, which is cool. You know, like I have a lot of friends who own businesses, man. I don't want to see their stuff get jacked. Well, at, you know, I read also that uh, Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was sequestered because of the black plague. So, Someone has oh, said yeah. that out of out of these great, you know, like pandemic moments in 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 the world history have come some great art, some great ideas, yeah. great things. I find that the greatest thing that has come out of this is the fact that you have issued the quarantine beard challenge. I think this will be the lasting legacy. Dude, I'm o I'm almost over the like annoying phase. Like it's it's been driving me freaking crazy, man. Now, uh, yeah, my, I wife, hear you, my wife hates it, dude. <laughs> well, I heard you hint at a slight other challenge, which was the no-shave armpit female. Yeah, females just don't shave those armpits. It's only fair, you know? This is the full breakdown of society. You realize Hashtag we're two steps equality, Mad man. Max. We're two steps away from, from Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Once women stop shaving their pits, I mean, what's left? 
tribal little tribal societies just yeah i mean you know, that's the beginning gas wars yeah you know I'm, I'm in the back here at my canal just killing fish with my hands basically dude, at that point i got i filled up tanks of gas dude i got it in my basement dude i'm ready to slang that stuff when it all goes down <laughs> oh, so so anyway back to the beard challenge um yeah so my my ethnicity uh is sicilian my 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 great grandfather came actually from palermo sicily yeah. um my grandfather came from scotland mm -hmm. my grandmother is slovakian and then my other grandmother is i think irish scottish so yeah. like i'm a weird mixture of hairy arms which i shave yeah. now gigantically yeah. chewbacca arms of hair like scottish yeah. braveheart mel gibson arm Not hair but then for some reason it's like god just said we're going to use the smooth mediterranean sicilian yeah you know, italian sicilians can be a mixture but you don't really ever see really hairy bearded italians can you i can't think of one i can't think of one and, and it's not a, a, it's not a bad problem to have man i mean saves you money what? on razors <laughs> <laughs> but 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 the upside is i think thousands of years of goat herding oil oil you know like oil and pasta living sicilians have yeah. like created a natural oily sheen yeah. you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. my face is naturally oily so like that's another reason why i've never really grown facial hair because it immediately my face starts to get oily so like yeah. by shaving it's like an exfoliate i don't know why i'm sharing this why am i telling you guys this doesn't matter <laughs> point being is you know like i had bad acne as a kid and like because of all that the point is like i'm nervous now that as this comes in like, oh, i can hardly yeah. feel just i can feel the you know the the vinegar and oil basically like the full <laughs> salad bar right yeah here. mine was itching like crazy I, today's the first day it's finally starting to like be normal yeah but usually yeah. if i wanted to grow it out yeah it just drives yeah. me freaking so crazy man i'm actually hoping because we're kind of newbies to this to this uh tribal yeah. lifestyle look mm -hmm. i was hoping we could actually get some some commentary you know from from other bearded people um actually yeah. i find that i i really should have reached out to my my brother my brethren that are reformed in the faith because yep. those guys love a good beer a good uh, oh, a good beer and and a cigar now <laughs> i don't drink beer and i don't like cigars but I would call on them oh, for good beard techniques because yeah. they all love Spurgeon. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm trying to. So I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, is anybody? Are on... you supposed to shave down here? Are you supposed to shave here? You know, I think like if you want the nice oiled, you know, trimmed beard, yeah, you're gonna you gotta shave down here somewhat. But I'm just kind of letting mine. I'm just gonna grow it into my chest hair, bro. Just like. <laughs> Just connect everything. You're going full neck beard. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're in, uh, you know, crazy times and like, feel like, feeling like a caveman, dude. Just gonna bring it back. <laughs> Just gotta bring it back. Oh, gotta bring man. it back to caveman. Okay, so there was a period of time where I did have a goatee. Yeah. You know, like my early part of my career, I rocked the goatee for at least 10 years. Yeah. Not a great one. I had a goatee. This barely even connects right here. It's like yeah. it's like two distant nations that don't really get along. They're like, yeah, you're nearby, but we're not going to talk to each other. You should just shave the middle, bro. Just get one of those, like shave that, leave that. 
But that's what I'm saying. It's not really, there's nothing there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's like a 12 year old boy who just hit puberty here. And, <laughs> and then this is kind of like, yeah, we'll throw something there. That's, this is a patch Adams. Oh, uh, so you have it's to all, do like, like all of it feels just like it. Paul Newman's salad dressing. You know, and I'm just not. Do, do one of those, just like grow it and then straight just chops, you know, just one line. And your arrogance, your follicle arrogance assumes that I could do that in the first place. <laughs> oh, man, you're gonna have to like tailor it, fade it somehow or put some Rogaine, put some Rogaine on it. Well, that's I, I, I was wondering if there was things that can like start the process like, yeah, you know, I, like bet, pet uses, I bet there's like, some kind of like exfoliation thing that people do. I don't know. Is there anybody on here that grows beards? Nobody's talking. I think they're just laughing at our, our sad attempts at being actual men with testosterone. I'm, I'm writing your name right now. I'm doing a K. Oh, see, this is why I hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, So dude. speaking of, of writing things, one yeah. thing you and I were talking about was that the fact that we're both kind of, um, we're both kind of in a bad situation that, you know, yeah. our livelihood is based around live events. Mine being a concert, yours being, you know, doing, you don't just do murals. I think people like misunderstand, like you're out there just doing this little paintings. Like you, you transform entire downtowns. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we try to bring in, I don't know, anywhere from six to could be 20 artists into a town and in one week, we'll just cover a whole area, you know, and just try to bring economic development and stuff like that through art and then I'll, you know, a lot of times art is being used to gentrify. They're like the beginning of gentrification. Right, so right. What I do as well is I'll meet with community stakeholders and just let them know, hey, gentrification is coming. Like you have an opportunity to not allow, like don't allow it to be gentrification, like stay here um, yeah. and start a business and stuff like that. So we try to do stuff like that, you know, and, um, but yeah, we're, it's pretty cool. We've done a lot of murals throughout Indiana, been starting to do stuff in Montana, um, yep. which is cool. And yeah, it's sweet, man. Well, it's kind of leaves us both in a sucky situation as I had, you know, I, I've shifted my world yeah. in the last couple of months back into the church world. I went on staff. Yeah. Um, you know, my role is I have my hand in just about everything. Yeah, associate pastor, but like literally, I do the uh, you know I help out with the youth, with young adults. Um, I help with our volunteer development. Now I've been helping out from a creative aspect. Yeah, so I have my hand in a little bit of everything. So it shifted, you know, where I was getting my livelihood, but I still needed shows to kind of like pay off debts and like you know yeah. I, I mean, I still love to do shows. It's still part of what I do. So like that little extra that was there is a huge help in my life and that all canceled. In fact, I had another cancellation today. So it's like, I don't think people understand when shows cancel, it's like, we're not just losing a couple bucks. It would be the equivalent yeah. of showing up and your job says you're fired and you can't <laughs> work anywhere for the next three months. Now that's what people are really going through right now. Yeah. But I, I think too, like for me, what's crazy is like, I still have these jobs up in the air, but so I had work lined up through September. So yeah. with my work, because I put on mural festivals and stuff like that, like, and, and do large scale murals, I rely on down payments of half. And then 
I kind of live off that money for a, a extended a, a period of time. And then once I get the second half, that allows me to plan for the next, um, you know, swing of festivals or murals. So really sure. like everyone's telling me that that money is still going to come in, but they've held on to down payments. So right. if things don't turn around, I've basically lost um, seven months of wages, right. you know? So it's, it's scary, but I think like, I don't, I don't want to live in fear, you know, like all we can do is creatives. Like we, we're, we're creatives, not like just in our art form, our, our particular art form. But I think because we're creatives, we're in a time where we need to get creative in other ways, like use every creative with our creativity. <laughs> yeah. Like, like think of different ways to do things that we've never done before, you know? Right. No, you're right. So you're right. and what I'm trying to do, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's just what I'm trying to figure out now is like, what's the next step as a creative? Like every, like you look at graffiti culture that was birthed out of poverty. Like that was and it, the, and the worst thing. attacking that poverty. Yeah. And so these kids were like, I need something to do. And, and out of poverty in New York, like you have one of the most amazing movements ever in, in art history. So we have a really bad thing that's happening right now. And I think God wants to use it for good. So as creatives, how are we going to do that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So that's my chance to plug my Patreon page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I've, I've always wanted to do is a sample-based record. The problem yeah. is you can't get that out right. on a major scale. And so I thought, what if I could put this out strictly through my Patreon mm. um, for those that feel that they are that level of a fan? Like, I want to hear these expressions. So I thought, man, you know, one thing we've been talking at church and our staff, you know, over and over, faith over fear, faith over fear, faith over fear. And I love the way that sounds. So I thought, yeah. what if I built these songs around that concept? But also I found all these like really old, amazing gospel songs that like these guys had like amazing, like Philly harmonies and while they're singing it, but they're, these songs are super obscure. Yeah. That's and dope. I thought, man, what if we could pull some of these samples? Cause the content and the, and the lyric that they write are very simple but yeah. they're very universal truths. And, um, you know, I found this group called uh, the Supreme Jubilinaires or something like that yeah. out of uh, Fresno of all places. And they had this song called It'll All Be Over. And it sounds depressing, but really it's the opposite. The content of what is being said is that, you know, someday all this stuff that we're dealing with will be over. There is an end point. And I yeah. thought, huh, that's something we probably need to hear right now. Not that it's like, just focus on heaven and you'll be okay. But I mean, like, like we could use some of that. So I'm pouring my head into that, putting that out exclusively on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash KD52. And like you said, getting creative on how we do what we do. You know? Yeah, I like think so. The curse, curse the darkness or light a candle. It's your choice. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's all we can do, right? It's idle and, and just be bummed out, you know? Like that's just going to that's not good for anybody. So I, I think as creatives, like we were designed to bring beautiful things and joy and, and yes. laughter and, and art and all this stuff into the world. And so that other people can feel something, you know? So if there's creatives watching, like, I hope, I hope you're doing that. I hope that you're not just like, Oh shoot, all my work is gone. And like, Oh, the world's terrible. Like, right. no, and the world's still good. There's still 
beautiful things like to look at, to hear. Yep. So, yeah. Just you know I wanna, there it is. KJ52. I, I would spend days and it still wouldn't be even remotely that I would be happy with it. And this guy's is like, it? let me just do this with half a thought process. Dang, it's backwards for you guys. I should have drew it backwards. That would have been dope. I, I want to kind of, building off what you just said, I want to kind of brag on you because, you know, the last chapter that I put in my new book, The Victory yeah. Lab, the last chapter I did is called The Great, The Biggest Thing That Never Happened to Me. Mm -hmm. And at this time, one year ago, you were my mentor. Yeah. Um, I have not really talked about this, is that I was actually uh, a part of a TV show that never happened. Mm -hmm. um, I was moving towards a show called... Uh, what the heck is his name of the show? Uh, it was about. I, I can't. This is how much. Was it something in three minutes? Minute something minute maybe. Yeah. Well, the idea was it was basically about regular people who had dreams that never happened, and mm -hmm. they were going to follow those people for six to nine months at a time, and then they would do a big contest at the end on ABC on this show, and uh, from nothing to something. No, I don't think that's what it was called. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So I was actually given money to get paint and, and, and I always wanted to do speed painting. So my idea was to be able to paint the universe in three minutes to a worship song. And I yeah. said, well, I want to get the guy that's been a mentor to me from an art standpoint. And so you had been coaching me literally this time last year, you were coaching me, yeah. walking me through how to pull that off. And we spent all that time, you know, working and, and I, you know, I'm developing the skill of how to paint a universe in three minutes. And nothing happened and the show fell apart and and talk about like super level of disappointment because that would have been the biggest thing i'd ever been on the biggest platform the biggest thing yeah. and about halfway through to three quarters way through i started to realize that it probably wasn't going to happen and like you said i was like i can either get frustrated disappointed because i had to sign a non-disclosure where i couldn't tell anybody so yeah. imagine all this happening i still can't even talk about it mm -hmm. and i said you know what i'm going to use this to the glory of god and so i took that idea of drawing the painting and I built a whole message around it that I was doing in my shows. Uh, but then at one point I was doing it on the tour that I was on for a bunch of junior high kids. And it was amazing to take that little thing, do it to the worship song and be able to do it in front of several thousand people. And, 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 and then being able to use that to point the glory back to God. And I yeah. thought, you know what, this isn't where I thought it was going to be, but, but the bigger picture is that, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Somebody's like, Somebody just said, didn't you do the universe painting at the CIY Believe Tour? That's what I'm talking about, actually. Yeah. So, all these so, so I have a lot of junior high kids that follow me on Instagram that follow me because of that tour. Wow. And a big shout out to everybody that's watching right now that, like, got to check me out on the CIY. So it goes back to what you're saying. You can get creative with what you're doing. And I'm noticing as the sun is going down, my beard game is starting to show up better on the screen. It is, yeah. So I just wanted to show. <laughs> I can see it. It's Real coming quick. through, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like three days. That's all I have to show for it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm probably on like day five or something. So I have a yeah. default dirty mustache. <laughs> it's gonna be epic, bro. So I think it's we should. Be... Add, I think we should stop talking about ourselves for a second and just let's just ask the listeners. Yeah. Specifically, the women folk. What do they feel? about this these beards like what's their opinion okay you're saying your wife hates it right now right my wife does not like it yeah she's not, not liking fan. it nope and is that because she she met you 
smooth and clean? No, no, it's because it's it's scratches. Why? You know, because me and my wife are really cuddly <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, so it Got scratches it. her. She doesn't like it. Strictly aesthetic yeah. problems is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um Hey, uh, sorry, for some reason my audio dropped out. Uh, hopefully you guys are jumping back in with me. Uh, hopefully Cam will jump back in. Uh, please let me know if you can hear me talking. Yes? Give me a high five if you can hear me talking. You can't hear. Okay, awesome. All right. So hopefully Cam will jump back in. We're going to get the official beard poll. Uh, man, we had a huge jump. That's 170 people. That's like my, that's definitely one of my biggest, um, my biggest ones I've had on here yet. All right, so while I'm waiting for Cam to jump back in, uh, you guys let me know your opinion on the beard. Should I just abandon ship? Or keep stay with it, huh? What do you guys think? Shout out to everybody jumping in: Ruben Harris, Robinson Cantu, Hensley Raymond. How are you guys? Brandy Bo Brady, Boofler, Straight and Narrow, Clayton Privet. First ones in there: Heather Robinson. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm getting a lot of hearts. I guess I'm gonna stick around. Probably should circle back on this in like a week. Hopefully, we'll see if uh, see if it's worth it. Right now, this is a rough pay. I said I think beards keep it. See what it looks like later. <laughs> I've actually had some pushback. Some people are like, "Dude, you can't have a beard in the apocalypse. It's not cool." You know, let it grow. Scott says, "Let it grow." Hensley says, "Keep with it, man. I'll grow mine out with you." There you go, Hensley. You look like you're 12. <laughs> I'm not sure if you you could grow a beard yet, buddy. <laughs> hey, we're back. Dude, I think that was totally my fault. I'm so sorry. I'm glad you're back. Don't worry, Don't worry about it. I did a quick informal poll to keep this. Yeah, keep it going. Heinousnessity. Um, yeah. I think uh, we just need to like. Yeah, I tell you what. This, you know what this is right now. This is Jack and Rose on the Titanic. You jump, I jump. Okay. All right. So That's whoever, what it is. whoever cuts it first. Yeah, man. We're like, we're like. This is like a, this is like a, a blood oath. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> My gosh. All right, man. <laughs> Dude, but I to someone's point who said you can't have a beard in the apocalypse. People have said that to me as well, because it holds bacteria. If it doesn't, your hair hold bacteria. Like, how would that be any different? It doesn't hold bacteria around your mouth. <laughs> your mouth. So well, yeah. I just been trying to like you know just wash my face a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything, it's causing more hygienicness. Yeah. It like, is. Like every right. 20 minutes, you just, you just, you just sanitize. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm keeping it, dude. I'm keeping it. You just talked me into it.
It's making me clean my face more. Uh, you know, but, uh, but, you know, I thought the whole idea is you get infected with the virus so you can not get the virus. Well, is that the gist of how you beat a virus is you have to get immunity, which means you have to get the virus. Isn't a vaccine basically the virus? Yeah, but like, we don't want to do that. They don't want to let it get out of hand until they have a vaccine. So basically, this is a Petri dish that you are developing. The <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's just Corona is just waiting, dude. It's just waiting to crawl in. It's dirty, bro. It's dirty. <laughs> yeah, there, okay, that's the other thing I was going to say. I didn't say this before, but I grew up in an art studio. Like, I grew up yeah. going to galleries as a kid. Like, yep. I grew up around artists, and I have yet to meet one well-kempt... <laughs> <laughs> really? Cut artist oh. growing up. All the guys yeah. I remember, just dirty jeans, just hair, yeah. disheveled, you know, living off of like cigarettes and Cuban bread. Like that's the artist. You hear that bird? Yep. That bird's like, shut up. He's yeah. telling me to shut up. That bird makes that noise every day. And oh, I'm telling man. you, if it goes down and the power grid goes down, first I eat my cats, second I eat that bird. Yeah, I feel you, dude. Dude, I have so many raccoons at my house my dog has been sprayed seven times by skunks i got options dude i got options you're like <laughs> i will have my vengeance whether this life or the next yeah <laughs> oh man all right well you know eating animals wild animals that's a good place i think to wrap this up um but now that uh i i, I did want to i did want to ask uh the ladies and the fellas i don't care you know everyone has opinion not all of them are decent but you know whatevs uh <laughs> pro beard no beard okay. oh that's a good way to put it pro beard or no beard what do you guys think maybe that's what we should base this on maybe we need to let the we should be man of the people yeah we should take a poll man like if they take a poll i think it needs to grow a little bit longer first like right you, Unless you put a filter of a fake beard on you. <laughs> Somebody did that. Somebody you might have beard. to do that, dude. And they, it's not and they put a good fake beard and it just looked worse. And I was like, I'm going to share this anyway. You know? Uh, yeah. Pro beard and no beard. I, I think we should take Pro beard and no beard? Yeah. All right. So we need to like set some like mile markers here. When do we come back and like, you know, circle uh, back like three days from now? I mean, at what I, point? I three days. Go ahead. At what point will you have like at least like this? I don't know. This is I, I keep trying to explain to you this, dude. Because if is... this takes you a month, I'm gonna be like full on <laughs> dynasty, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like we're not at the same starting line. You are, you know, Usain Bolt, and yeah. I am a middle-aged accountant who runs his kid's <laughs> soccer team. Okay. That's our yeah. racing speed right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think we should maybe give it uh, at least a few more days. Check in. Okay. Like three days. Like three. three days. And then we'll put up, we'll see. And then we'll put up a poll to see pro beard okay. and no beard. Like, just go your <laughs> Yeah. The thing is, I forget now that it's kind of like coming in, even though my, like I said, my face feels like, you know, Caesar salad dressing with all the oil, but 
Like yeah. I go into, you know, I try to dress professional when I go into the office and try to look, you know, the part at anything I've been dressing up these days, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I'll just catch myself in the mirror and be like, Oh no, that should not be happening. Yeah. You know, no, but, it dry, I don't but, like it. I don't like how it looks on me, dude. Try but I don't want to walk around going, Oh no, no, this is on purpose. Like this is a quarantine beard. I don't want to just keep telling people that in the office. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so part is like, I'll just pretend it's not there and they'll think I'm just slowly losing my mind and just yeah. like, or just get a shirt that says, I know comma, it's a quarantine beard. Like just something that just so people don't ask you anymore. Well, part of me thought I'm not really in the public eye as much. And like, I'm not, I, I'm not doing any shows because they all canceled. Yeah. I'm not really on the stage at church because you know, we're That's, doing all online stuff. So I'm like, yeah. now's the time to go, you know, full Mad Max. Yeah, that's honestly, that's why I did it. Like, I don't have to be in meetings right now. And yeah, so I'm like, well, it, now's it, as good as time as any. Like, I'm never going to do this again. That's for sure. So might as well do it right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> so here's our, it's like, it's like we're 12 years old and we, and we're making a pact on the playground. Yeah. Okay. Blood oath. Pinky. But, but the, the, we're, we're banding together. We're like two short kids on the playground banding against the one older bully. Yes. You know what I mean? And the bully is the bully is the beards. Mm hmm Okay. How is how I, is the, this is a terrible analogy, sorry. That was a How is the beards the bully? Because <laughs> it's, it's bullying our that. appearance. Our appearance is being bullied. Okay, all right. I'm with you. All right. I get the oath part. I'll I'll, I'll get the oath part one hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, man, if if your beard starts beating you up, I'm there, man. Yeah, okay, know. okay. It's it's yeah. almost instead of blood brothers, it's like beard brothers. Yeah. yeah. Beard. <laughs> but I'm not gonna like, you know, rub my beard on the screen. You, it's none of that. Like, it's not pushing the blood on the thumb kind of thing. Which is, I will say, from a distance, acknowledge. I see what you're doing there. That's a nice. Can beard. I just say something? Can I just say something? And I don't know if this is an effect of the beard. Yeah. But I, I had one of the weirdest DMs happen that I woke up to this morning, right? Yeah. And I don't usually publicize my DMs. Like, if there's some craziness going on behind the scenes, I'm not putting that on Front Street. I'm certainly not yeah. trying to embarrass people or, like, the only time I'll ever put, like, my DMs on Front Street is if it, like, it's a bot trying to, like, get me to scam. Yeah. But somebody, and I'm hoping maybe you can help me, a guy DMed me and said, yo, you got beautiful eyes, dog. Wow. That's and I don't know how to handle that, that because nice. if, it, if it just said you got beautiful eyes and it's from a guy, I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah. Wh where do we go from here with this? But he ended with you got beautiful eyes. Dog. dog. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty gangster, man. I mean, you got to be kind of gangster if you're just going to say that, you know. So I'm like, I don't need any coffee this morning. Like, I'm awake now. Yeah. I, it's kind of a nice compliment, you know. Is it? Yeah, dog. You got nice eyes, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like you saying that right now, I get yeah. the context and like get to your facial expressions. Yeah. And it's not just a random. It's not just like a, it's like a random man walked by on the street. Yeah. Do you think it was more like? Oh man. Yeah, it was probably more I, like. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. The apocalypse, the pandemic. I don't even know. Yeah. Like this is what this is the breakdown of society. 
I wish we're, I could. We're doing this, huh? I wish I could hear the tone of the voice in which this person said it, because. But it was typed. This is a typing message. I know, because it could be like a joke, like "Hey, you got beautiful eyes, dog," or it could be like "Yo, you, you can't got say beautiful that. eyes, you dog." You or, can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that in any way without laughing right now. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he saw a photo and hey, hey, KJ's got really nice eyes. I'm gonna let him know. You know, the world is it's just a the bad world's ending right now. Just get it all out there. I just want to make him just make get him it all feel better. You know, yeah. I mean, it's cool. But it wasn't even. It wasn't like he didn't say you've got beautiful eyes. D O G. He said D A W G. That means he's serious, dude. <laughs> serious about phonetically spelling things? It's not It's not a real compliment unless it's spelled D-A-W-G. You know, because then he'd be calling you a dog. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Maybe he meant like, you're a beautiful seeing eye dog. Like you help <laughs> on a metaphorical sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Someone said right. they see uh, you know what my man Diego just jumped in here. I'm gonna throw it in and see what he says so my man Diego is another man of the smooth skin uh mm -hmm. in Miami <clears throat> he can't grow a beard either but he has beautiful bouffant hair yeah um uh Diego help me out here for the first time since I've been growing this a guy dm'd me and wrote you've got beautiful eyes dog <laughs> I can't <laughs> I didn't even say it without like I don't even know up my own tonage. Yeah, because <laughs> there was no punctuation. It wasn't like you got beautiful eyes, dog. It wasn't an exclamation. I don't know. I'm just I don't know how to handle this. I, uh, I I didn't know how to respond. Do I respond? Do I delete? Do I move? Yeah. Do I block? Do I? I, I you can't block. I mean, he's just giving you a compliment. No, I wouldn't block somebody over that. I'm just you saying. You gotta. You just gotta say thank you. This didn't happen. This <laughs> gotta say thank you, dog. And return the compliment? No, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. This is like a random stranger. That's what I'm trying to explain. Like this just happened. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there has been a shift in the atmosphere since this has started happening, and I don't know really what this is. I think it's bringing attention to your eyes. Like I don't know. It's like creating a focal point. You know. Because it's darker here, so now you got like some, sh we, you know, it's showing the shine under our, our eyes now. It's like making people look at our eyes more. Somebody, Scott said, I'm telling you, man, it was Cam's burner account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he caught me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think you should just own it, you know? Like, tell him. I did you. own it. I'm telling you. That's the only way I know how to own it. Uh, just tell them thanks, man. And like, you know, you've been, you've been working on that or something. <laughs> How do you, I don't know. What do you there's even, nowhere to go from there. That's no, the you just, you just gotta say thanks, man. That's right, it. Right. Well, just to recap the things that we've learned. Uh, one, that Cam is a phenomenal, look at that. Look at that. KJ52. It, it does, however, look like 25JK. I know, man. I should have drew it backwards. Dang. That's okay. Just post it. I'll repost it. Yeah. And uh, 
we'll take it from there. In fact, I'm going to actually snag all this audio. I'm going to make a podcast out of this. I'll put that up as the um, – Cool. Uh, someone said, what if the person who wrote that is watching this? Well, then you need hey, to own up to it, buddy. Whoever you are, you need to like – you can't just – you can't chuck that grenade. I just think – like if he's if this person is here we should be able to thank them you know like we should know you should tell us so kj can personally thank you he's gonna okay final final question i gotta feed my children i have you ever complimented another man's eyes i did uh last night i wrote this guy named jonah and said man dog you got <laughs> you got beautiful eyes Cat like, out of the bag. I, I, I could be like, yo, Cam, I like your hat, or yo, man, your yeah. style's dope. You know, I like I like your graffiti writing stuff. I wish I had your, your lip ring. You know, those are tangible yeah. things that men can compliment each other on. Never have I ever been like, hey, can you take the glasses off real quick? I just want to get a quick evaluation of your, yeah. your cornea to eye ratio. <laughs> Dude, I really like how your eye turns in, you know, because mine does. Just really like that lazy eye of yours. You know, it's just pretty good looking. But on a, right. on a more serious note, real quick, why? Why can't we? Girls do it, right? They'll tell each other, hey, you have beautiful eyes. Why can't guys say that? I think this is a whole nother podcast that- Dude, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just asking. Why can't two men compliment each other's eyes? Because uh, I think, okay, you want to be sociological, in my yeah. opinion? Yeah. I think men and eye contact. Elliot just is... said I have beautiful eyes. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> Thank you. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, to look another guy in the eyes, yeah. be like, it means, like, we're either going to fight yeah. or I want you to vehemently understand. Like, I think men's eyes are, like, the last, you know, um, like two guys can hold a conversation and never look at each other ever. Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, yeah. Look down for like 75% of this conversation. Yeah. Never once have I felt insulted that. Yeah. You know, that's I true. didn't pay attention. I think two men, if you watch two guys relate to each other, it's usually side by side. Women tend to be yeah. face to face. Now that's generalizing of course. Yeah. But you know, anyway, I think that's where that's like the last final frontier. That's yeah. Like, yeah. So there, I oh, think that's thanks. really what oh, down to. What's up, Adrian? Man. Yeah. Well, that I think that's a good conversation right there. I think it I think it's like um it's it's just social conditioning. Like it's just what we're yeah. taught. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then what do you teach your, your your boys to do when it when you want them to to be a man? You say look the you know, firm handshake and look them in the eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I teach my, you know, I, I would ever coach my sons to be like, we both have boys, you know, coach your, your boys, not to always be, but then you don't be like, don't be staring it down. Don't stare yeah. the guy down. But like, it comes time to be a man. These are two things a man does. He has a firm handshake and he makes eye contact. And then, yeah. You know, so like a firm handshake, you look him in the eyes and you say, you have beautiful eyes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm out. I appreciate you, Cam. Y'all go follow Cam. Yeah, uh, and uh, and we will reconvene in a couple of days on this debacle.